If then, when you heard the knock, you opened your heart. Say, Lord, come in. Not with reservation. See, a lot of people want to accept Jesus with reservation. If you would do this, I will receive you. And if you come into my life and you do this, then it will work out. Lord, and if you fix my problems and you fix my this and you fix my that. No, 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 no. That's conditional. If you say, Lord, here I am. A mess. Okay, all the perfect people, just raise your hands. And all the messed up people, just raise your hands. Oh, there's a couple of honest people here. Praise the Lord. If you didn't put up your hand, you must come and drive out that lying spirit. Because we are all, he says, you see, you can't be good enough. You can never live up to God's standard. None of us can. The Ten Commandments is given to us so that we can see that we fall short of the glory of God. And that we need Him by grace to save us. So, this morning... I want you to experience the Lord. Not with gimmicks. Not with gimmicks. Not with music. Not with elegant words. But because God says where two or more are gathered, there I am. And He's not a man that He should lie. I want you to understand the Spirit of God won't cause you to feel bad. If your heart, where you seated on now, is starting to become callous, cold, bored, or accused, or uh, depressed down. It's not the Spirit of God doing that. The Spirit of God lifts you up. The Spirit of God builds up. The Spirit of God draws you in. It's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. The goodness of God. Can the Lord tell you, that thing I want you to finish up with? Yes, 100%. That is if He is your Lord. If He's not your Lord, and you are Lord of yourself, you're going to say, I saw God's not going to understand. You see, when we understand that He is superior, Higher, stronger, better, more intelligent. He's the creator. He's everywhere. Omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient God. The one that sustains everything. That gives life to everything. And this has no rivals and no one can compare to him. And when he comes on his white horse, and when he comes with fire in his eyes, every knee will bow. Everyone. Some will do it gladly. Yes, Lord. Any day, any time, I love you. And others will do it. I cannot believe I must do this. Ah. You see, there's, there's a spirit in the world that hates God. And they will not bow gladly. But His magnificence, the presence of who He is, will make their knees buckle. Think of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. And they say, we're looking for Jesus. The Roman soldiers, the Roman army. Let's say there were 12. I can't remember how many was there. They came and they said, we're looking for Jesus. And he says, here I am. I'm Jesus. You know what happened? 
They collapsed. They collapsed in his presence. They come with their swords and spears and shields and say, we've got you. They collapsed. They didn't have it in them to stand. The flesh buckled. And Jesus went with them willingly. Willingly. That excites me. So I want to speak about the, 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 when the third week of different spirits that we get in the spirit of bondage. We can go to our first scripture there. Romans 8.15 For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. So the spirit of bondage will make you fear. Will make you fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption. Well, how much did you pay for that? For free for you. For free for you. God says, I adopt you. The spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit of adoption will cause you to start saying, Father. My Father in heaven. Abba means Daddy, Daddy. It's not my dad. I remember my dad. Okay? I never, ever said, Ya Pa. Never. Never. Because that would have been a form of disrespect. I would have been clapped so hard. My teeth would march out my ears. Always said, Yes, Daddy. Yes, Dad. It was just, you see, when we receive the Spirit of God, there's endearment in our heart towards our Heavenly Father. And we, we move away from hot, hot, hot. God, God, God. And we go to, by what we cry out by the Spirit of adoption? Abba Father. <clears throat> when somebody is talking, about the Lord, and they God, God, God all the time. I know immediately where their relationship is with Him. Immediately. They see Him as distant, authoritarian, that's harsh and cruel, and it will punish you and whip you for the first thing you do wrong. But Abba Father, Daddy, Daddy. You see, if you, if you think that God is an angry God, how will you run to him when you make a mistake? You won't. You know, my sons know me. They know that I'm strict. But we've got a rule in our house. If you come and tell me, I won't give you a hiding. If I find out, <laughs> but you come and tell me. I love it when I stop at, at my house and the minute I get out of the car, Benjamin is next to me. Daddy, I broke the window. My son, come show me. What happened? No, you must think. Can't play, yeah? You're going to break that window. But you're going to pay for it now, my boy. Your pocket money, you're going to replace the window. Okay, daddy. Over. See, it's, if we think God is cruel, how do I go to him and say, Lord, I'm sorry? Because I'm expecting him to give me a hiding. Does God approve of my sin? Never. Does He hate my sin? Yes. And the wages of sin is death. <laughs> Jesus died the death for me. Amen. He made a new and living way for us to come to Him. Do you understand that? 
So it's the goodness of God, the kindness of God, the mercifulness of God. When Jesus is on the earth, the Bible says He is the express image of the Heavenly Father. So what did Jesus do all the time? Did He fight with everybody when He was on the earth? Or did He love them? The only people that He fought with were the self-righteous Pharisees. See, but freely we've received of Him. Freely we've received of Him. Where you are, would you close your eyes quickly? Close your eyes. Open your hands in a receptive way. Holy Spirit, we are more than two here, Lord. And we can't earn your love and we can't earn your presence. But you are here. You are here, Lord. Will you please touch us? Will you please touch us right now? Thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your tenderness. Thank you for your kindness in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. See, the spirit of bondage manifests as follows. Fears, addictions, drugs, cigarettes, even addiction to food. This other thing manifests itself. Spirit of bondage. So maybe you, you're in that place where you are in bondage to something. Piercings. You're addicted to having more piercings. It's a spirit of bondage. Being harsh on yourself. It's a spirit of bondage. You see, but you've received the Spirit of God. All you have to say is go away. No more. No more. No more. No more. Gaan weg in Jesus' naam. In Jesus' naam. Fear of death. Now, I know not everybody wants to die. Okay? We're not standing in a queue to kill over. Okay? But if you are so caught up in the fear of death, fear of doing anything, I might die. Fear of enjoying something, I might die. I can't even go to wild waves because I don't know, I might die. You know? What's that big one where the floor drops away? I can't do it, I might die. Huh? Locking up everything because I'm always scared of dying. I remember when COVID started. Walking in the mall, and the first people with their masks and gloves. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? What are you scared of? You know, we had church and no one died. We gave out 20,000 meals in that period of code. Not one of the people that were here died. No one. Not one of the people died. It's because we don't have a fear of death. Why? We cry out, Abba, Father. When we receive Jesus, we start feeling safe with Him. Start trusting Him that He's good towards us. Amen. That He wants to protect you, keep you healthy. John G. Lake, in the turn of the century of the Black Plague, they would send Him in. And he, would, he told them, put your plague here. 
And they would take that plague and put it in his hand. And he would start praying in tongues. For five minutes, he says, look at this plague now. Put out a microscope, dead. Because the Spirit of God is the Spirit of life. I came to give life and life in abundance. Amen. Spirit of the bondage will keep you scared of death the whole time. Scared of the... I understand standing on the edge of a cliff or driving with somebody at 280 k's on a motorbike and they, that you're going to be scared you're going to die. I can understand that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the obsession of being scared to die. Okay. Captivity to sin. Captivity to Satan. And maybe some of us live in that place where there's a certain sin that has got you bound. It's got you bound. It just it rules over you the whole time. You cannot get rid of it. And that sin could be talking bad about people, breaking them down with your words, but killing their reputation. You know that's a sin. When you try to chop people down with your words. Because God's trying to build them up. God's trying to build them up. And chopping them down to size. You get those people, they believe it's their job. To chop people down to size with their words. Killing their reputation. Humiliating them. That's not the spirit of God. Spirit of bondage. Can you feel the presence of God? Right now? Or have you got goosebumps running down your back? Anyone? You got goosebumps? No. 100%. You see, it's not determined by gimmicks and what you feel. Ooh, because God is spirit. He's speaking to your spirit. And somewhere on the inside of us, we become aware of His presence right now. Did anyone of you deserve to do that? No. Some of you still had a cigarette on the way here. Some of you fought with your missus this morning. Somebody kicked the cat or the dog, clapped the lighties. Huh? It's not because we deserve it. It's because He is faithful to what He says. If you gather my name, I'm there. I want to touch you. I want to share. I want to, I want to impart my nature to you. I know. God says, I know how you are. He made you in His image. He made you and He became human. It wasn't man that made God human to become Jesus. Jesus chose to live His omniscient, omnipresent, omnipowerful qualities in heaven and chose to be born by a woman. He didn't have to be born by a woman. Father could have created him with from clay, like he did with Adam. He became like us so that we can relate to him. He went through all the temptations and the struggles that we go through. And he did not sin so that we can relate to him. That he knows our way and our being. So he knows where you are at. He knows how difficult it is for you. He knows how your heart is breaking. He knows your concerns and the, the stuff that you're struggling with. He knows that. But He says, you've got my spirit. 
That spirit is the spirit of a conqueror. That conquers. Who is he who overcomes? 1 John 5 verse 4. He who believes that Jesus is Lord has overcome this world. Even our faith. You are an overcomer. I don't care what, what has got you bound. You're an overcomer. You can overcome that. And you have to do it in Jesus' name. You see, when you pray, you ask the Father in Jesus' name. Okay? He made a new and living way for us to come to the throne. The veil that was torn, His flesh. Okay? So that we might boldly and with liberty and freedom run, run to the Father, run to the mercy seat and sit on this throne, this, the mercy seat, and say, Lord, we need mercy in a time of need. I don't have to perform, but when I receive mercy, mercy sets me free. Mercy doesn't keep me in my, in my, in my state that I am. Mercy sets me free from the state that I am. Now when I pray, I can't come and pray in the name of Mary. Okay? I can't go Hyundai, Sunday, boat time. My father makes better boat times than yours. Seven candles. Oh, Mother Mary. St. Patrick, St. John, St. Paul, St. No, 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 no. When you pray, whatever you ask in my name, in Jesus' name. In what name? Jesus' name. Believe that you receive. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, bless this food in the name of Jesus. Lord, set me free in the name of Jesus. Pray for the sick. How do you pray for the sick? Lord, if it's your will. No, it's God's will that they get healed. Not if. Jesus, under all circumstances, healed every single body. There's not one place where Jesus didn't heal anybody. He didn't. So it's already the made-out will of God that He heals. It's a different thing about your new car. Lord, uh, we would like a new car. If it's your will, can you bring us a good deal? We're looking for this. Because there God's will is not revealed. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We want to acknowledge you as Yah right now. Just in your presence. Comfortable in your presence, Lord. You see, when you're in bondage with something, all you have to say is, I am finished with you now in Jesus' name. Go away. Because you have received... You have received. So you don't have to, yes, I'm going to make it without another dop. Am I going to make it without another dop? No, you are because you're not bound by that anymore. All right, the next spirit that we want to look at is the spirit of fear. Fear is phobias, heart attacks. Not all heart attacks is because of fear. Please don't, please just have some balance. But people that are fearful could get heart attacks because they're going to an anxiety. Man. Fear of man, torment, horror, nightmare terrors, anxiety, stress, undoubting. If you watch horror movies and it doesn't scare you anymore, okay, 
you need to get to the Lord. Because that's a spirit of fear that's made your heart callous. You're not supposed to be not scared. When that music comes, that's when you switch it off. That's when it's not meant for you. It's not meant for you. It's not who God made you to be. God, and God doesn't deal in fear. He doesn't want you to be accustomed to fear. Ah, oh, you know, nightmare on Elm Street, walk in the park. Ask if, what if I had to watch that thing, I'd sleep for a week. You see, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit. Once again, we're not talking about standing on the edge of a cliff 500 meters down. Um, we went to Mossel Bay. Who's been to Mossel Bay with that foofy slide that goes over the ocean? I've got scrick there. You know, because the guy tells you, lift up your legs. He doesn't tell you the minute you lift up your legs, you're going to be the, over the ocean 100 meters in the air going at 80 k's an hour. Or like that. He doesn't tell you that. He says, because you look at it and you think, oh, that's progressively what's going to happen. And you can see it happen. But what you don't understand, the minute you lift up your legs, you're going, poof. That thing is full tilt immediately. <gasps> I got scared. That's not a spirit of fear. That's logic. You've got some adrenaline going. You've got 100 meters down to the ocean, waves there. This thing is turning. It doesn't want to stay straight. You know, it's, it's, that's scary, isn't it? We're not talking about that. Talking about being fearful about everything, having 500 alarms, 96 Rottweilers, you know, and two crocodiles. And you've got security with laser, maser, and, and, you know, wolf, ADT. You pay them all, you know, <laughs> to respond. And you've got them all on speed dial. <laughs> and when you move from one room to the other room, you do it. You can sit on the stoop. You go in. That's a spirit of fear that's got you gripped. I tell you what, there's no crime on the south coast. Do you know that? There's no crime, yeah? Dirk and Rias from Pretoria, they'll tell you about crime. They'll tell you about crime. Cars get stolen all day, every day. You know, in Pretoria, they got a special parking for Toyotas. <laughs> special. If you've got a Toyota Bucky, you park here. You don't park with the other cars. We've got extra security because they target the Toyota Buckies. That's crime. You go cycle in Pretoria. Who does cycling? A couple of people are cycling. You've seen people cycle around here? All right. You don't see that in Pretoria. You'll be dead. They kill you. Take your bike, sell it for 2,000 rand. Yet, on every single group, oh, ah, oh, suspicious this, suspicious that. I'm going to sue a bank. Bleep, choo, 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 voop, voop. You know? It's serious. It's worse than Randfontein. I'm telling you, in Randfontein, it's serious. Ne? Up. <laughs> Randfontein is serious, my bro. The Rottweiler goes out. He steps out that gate and he calls the poodle, come help me. <laughs> you know? yes, I tell you what, if you sleep with your shoes on, they'll steal it from midnight spares in the front, don't they? <laughs> right? I grew up there. 
Randfontein. Randfontein, you go out. They don't search you for weapons. Eh? They issue you with one. Randfontein, you're not born with blue eyes. You fight for them. Spirit of fear will make you scared of the dark. Just to walk in the dark. My boy, he was, the minute he could walk, he would walk into our felt on the plot in pitch darkness. I'm scared for him walking there, for snakes and stuff. He's just, no fear. I build a chicken coop, three meters high. What does he do? He goes and runs on that thing, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. But if you fall here, you do it, and it's thin, 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 thin. Corrugated iron. Thin. I had to like 0.5s. If you weigh more than like 20 kgs, you're going to deer trap. Not scared. So your spirit of fear will bind you. You can't do, you can't live. You, some people have got so much spirit of fear that they don't even want to try because they fear being successful. They fear being successful. What if I succeed? They don't try new things. They don't try just a business or putting a tender because of fear. Not fear of failure, fear of success. It's a spirit. God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but a spirit. I want you to understand the context of it. Spirit of power for free for you. Freely you've received power. Power to do what? Power to rule over your sin. Power to take on things. Power to stand. It's a spirit of power. It's in you. It's an authority that's in you. The day you said, Lord Jesus, here's my life. Here's my life. That spirit of power comes in. You know, some people are so scared, they can't even go to their boss and ask for a day off. Spirit of fear. What if I lose my job? They're entitled to leave. They're so scared they cannot even go to their boss. Because a spirit of fear. When the world smells that, you know what they do? They track you right there. No, you can't go and leave. No. No, we need you to come and work. We need you to come and work. You need to haven't had leave for six years. No, but we need you to come and work. Everybody else is having leave. Can't go ask for boss for a raise. Because now I must lose my cock and lose my job. You're allowed to ask your boss for an annual increase. And if you're doing more work than they've appointed you, you can say, sir, can we talk about this? I'm do you appointed me to do this and this, and I'm very grateful, I'm very thankful for that. But I'm doing X, Y, and Z as well. I'm carrying all this responsibility. Do you think we can talk about my salary package? I see the spirit of... The children of God need to understand this. That you have got a spirit of power. Not to go and fight and scream and strike and burn down. And No, 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 no. You burn it down, I'm not paying you in any case. You strike, you strike for 10 days, it's going to take you a year to recover of that non-payment. It's going to take you a year to recover of that non-payment. Yeah, even with your increase. You're still further back than you were. A spirit of love. God is love. God is spirit. When you receive Him, you receive a spirit of 
love. Not of lust, of love. So you can love people. You can love the Lord. You can love yourself. Not like the CrossFit bunnies, okay? Normal, balanced. God loves me, therefore I can love myself. You might not approve of what you see in the mirror, okay? Mark Frieda of what you see in the mirror and start loving because God loves that which He created. More, God blesses that which He created. God anoints that which He created. Do you understand that? If you are constantly breaking yourself down and say, I don't like this, and I don't like that, and I don't like that about myself, you are rejecting the anointing and the plan of purpose for God for your life. Until you make peace, this is your anointing. This is how God made you. You can't function in your anointing. In your anointing and my anointing differs. We went to Rodney Hart Brown. Impressive. He's got such an anointing. It's almost intimidating. But that's not my anointing. I've got, you walk in your anointing. How God made you. Some of you can sing. Some of you can draw. Some of you can draw. Nice pictures. Have you seen me draw? Oh my crack. You know, grade one, in our days, we used to get a one for good and five for bad. I got a five for art and handwriting. All the others were good. Okay, spirit of fear and then of sound mind. The enemy will attack you on your sanity. You know that. The enemy will attack you on your sanity. All the sane people, 100% sane people, put up your hand. Peter Khan, because he's got a certificate that says he's 100% sane. <laughs> the rest of us, what do we say? Biki cuckoo, ne biki suspect, ne. It's a biki suspect. Depends when you catch me. Three o'clock in the morning, I might be weird. Ne, walking with my red uh, um, rugby socks over my tracksuit pants. <laughs> my wife threw my red rugby socks away. I used to go camp like that. Put my red rugby socks over because winter camps. So I got these red rugby socks that come up to here with my tracksuit pants <laughs> and my pluckies. <laughs> Like to say, man, I found Vitbang puppy. All right. The enemy will tell you you're not normal. There's something wrong with you. You're going crazy. You don't have a sound mind. The enemy will keep on attacking you in your in your mind. That's fear doing that. God gave you this a spirit of a sound mind. It's okay to be a little abnormal. It's okay to be you. Okay? It's okay to be you. Sometimes you might embarrass me while you are being you. And sometimes I'll embarrass you while I am being me. My son, the first service, does he not get to lay hold of a laser at the back and start pointing? All, and I'm like, I'm just, He's being him. And I might not be comfortable with that. The people around you might, you might not be comfortable with who and what they are. Because God didn't take a cookie press. He made us weird and wonderful. Different. Because he gave you spirit 
of power, love, and a sound mind. Won't you close your eyes where you are? Father, thank you that we can just tap into this right now. <laughs> Holy Spirit, and when there, where there has been attack on your mind, I command that spirit of fear to leave right now in Jesus' name. God did not give you the spirit of fear. Receive His spirit of love. Receive His spirit of power. Receive the spirit of a sound mind right now. Freely. It's for free for you. Jesus paid the price. Freely you receive. Freely. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And every voice that's, that's come out against people's minds, Lord, we command that to leave now in Jesus' name. Lord, and you are here because we are more than two. You've already, already, Lord, you paid the price and already you've diffused their power. Thank you, Jesus. It's where you are. Just say thank you, Jesus. Receive his spirit. Receive more of his spirit. More, Lord. Lord, would you fill us up? Would you touch us? In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. The next one we're looking at seducing spirits. That's a spirit that will seduce, ferleo, will lead you down the wrong path. And it will be subtle. It won't be flamboyant. I am a seducing spirit. It won't be like the lady next to the road. Okay? It will be far more subtle. But how this thing manifests is hypocritical lies. If, you li if your life doesn't match up with what you say and speak who you are, all right, that is a seducing spirit. If you are saying, I am a born-again child of God, your life needs to reflect that. Otherwise, this spirit is already active in your life. Now, when I say your life, I'm not coming against any specific person. It's just a figure of speech. Okay. So, if the shoe fits, then we deal with it. Don't take it personally. So if this um, hypocritical lies where I lie about who I am, I lie about my life and how I conduct my life and how I raise my children, how I treat my wife, I lie about. That is a seducing spirit, a seared conscience. A seared conscience is like this. I can do whatever I want and I don't even feel guilty about it anymore. I don't feel slack. So I can swear at you and talk bad about you and it doesn't bother my conscience. I don't, feel, I don't feel anything. It's a seared conscience. It's burnt. That's a seducing spirit. It's got you, got you to the place where you say, it doesn't matter. I can do whatever I want to. Now I'm already on the wrong track. Because the Holy Spirit does what? Convict of sin. The Holy Spirit convicts of sin. So if I'm doing something on a Wednesday night, the drop zone, and I every Wednesday night I enjoy myself at drop zone, and I look for a chalaki and I take a chalaki home, and, I, and, and Thursday morning I don't feel bad about it. I actually brag. 
That's a seared conscience. The Holy Spirit convicts of sin. And the more we listen to Him, the more sensitive we become to Him, the more He will start pointing out, I don't want you to do that. And it becomes smaller. It's not these big things. It's small. I don't want you to say the word, whatever the word is. Boulder dash. No. I don't want you to say the word boulder dash anymore. It's, okay, Lord, I won't say the word boulder dash anymore. The Lord hasn't said that to me. I'm just taking an example. Do you know what the word boulder dash means? Nonsense. <laughs> okay. Attractions, fascinations by false prophets, signs, and wonders. If you are running after signs and wonders and prophets and prophet this and prophet that and pastor so and pastor that and you're looking for miracles all the time, that's a seducing spirit. Jesus is your exceedingly great reward. What do you get when you receive Jesus? You get Jesus. You get the fullness of the Spirit of God inside of you. It's now me or I, you, that have to apply my faith and start walking in the command of the Lord to see the miracles happen, the prophecy. Because when I seek Him, Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. We're saying goodbye to Dean today. Dean, would you just stand up where you are, please? I just want to tell you how much I love you, man. I am so proud of you. A couple of years ago, you walked in here Man, and I've been praying and I've, been, I've really been praying for you. So, Lord, how do I say goodbye to this man? Because he's become a disciple of mine. I've got so much reverence for him. I've got so, I'm so proud of him for what he's achieved in the last six years or five years. That it's sad for me to see you go. But I want you to hear what the Lord says. You have not seen what I'm going to do with your life. You have not seen. No eye has heard. No ears no ears heard. No eye has seen. No mind. You have not imagined what God has got in store for your life. And if you seek Him, God says, I'm going to reward you. I'm going to reward you. I've got a plan. What have I said here? I didn't save you. Just to have a nine to five. I saved you and I've put on you influence. And the stuff that you've battled through, even from childhood, and God's showing me from childhood how you've had to fight through things in your in your inner being. And how sometimes you got tired of it and you don't know when this fight is gonna stop. God says that storm is gonna quiet. You seek me, I'll quiet that storm. And I'm going to take you from glory to glory. I'm going to open doors for you. I'm going to make you stand in front of very, very important people. Because I've put a prudent spirit inside of you. The spirit of excellence. That same spirit that was in Joseph. That excellent spirit that was in Daniel. I've placed in you. I love you. You see... Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Mm. 
seducing spirits will do the following. James 1. Oh, sorry, first, first Timothy. First Timothy. I want to go there. I want to read it to you because you're going to see this now in real life. Real life. Real life. Every day you see this. Every day. First Timothy. Let me just get there. I'm here. Verse 1. Listen to what it says. Now the Spirit expressly says, I mean, do you, who of you knows that God don't put words in the Bible for nothing? So he puts expressly, express. Oh, yeah. He wants you to notice what he's saying here. That in the latter time, okay, some will depart from the faith. What is the faith? What is the faith? That we that you must believe in God. No, demons believe in God. The faith that we need, that we have, the hope of glory is that Jesus died on my behalf. That he rose again and Jesus is God. You read in the Old Testament, you read in the New Testament, the Lord your God, the Lord your God, the Lord your God, the Lord your God. You read that all over. Okay? And then in Romans it says, you must believe that Jesus is Lord. So the Lord, Jesus, God. Jesus is God. Also, He was 100% man and He's 100% God. That He was divine. See, some people depart from that and say, no, no, He's just a man, just a prophet, just a good teacher. Does that sound familiar? Have you met two people speak like that? All right, some will depart from it. Giving heed to deceiving spirits. A spirit that will deceive you and doctrines of demons. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Listen to this. This is how it manifests today. Forbidding marriage. Why must I marry? A piece of paper doesn't make me married. No, a piece of paper makes you married. A piece of paper doesn't make you loyal. Some people are married and they're not loyal. A piece of paper makes you married. No, but we've made this promise to one another. Stop, 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 stop. You're insulting every other person that's married legally. You are spewing the devil's gunk on marriage. Because there's a paper that I had to go and sign a paper. Everybody that's married had to go sign a paper and say, I am going to be married to this person and hopefully I can be loyal to. Commanding to abstain from foods. Now you've got to be vegan. You've got to be a vegetarian. No, 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 you've got to, you've got to, you've got to go keto. No, 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 the blood types diet. The Word of God says the food is made for the stomach and the stomach is for food. Eat and be merry. 
God blessed us with food. You can eat, you can enjoy your food, you can pray over it, you can thank the Lord, you can really, really enjoy it, okay? When you can't see your toes anymore, slow down. <laughs> yeah? Just slow down. <laughs> you can't be like the Roman Empire with had vomitoriums. So what they used to do in the Roman Empire is that you would eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat until you can't eat anymore. Then you go to the vomitorium. And you go put your foot in and you vomit. And then you go back and you go eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. That's going too far. Eh? You follow. But no, 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 no. No more meat for you. No, we've got to be keto. We've got to be keto. Low GI. Can't eat this, can't eat that. Yes, people have got some sicknesses and stuff. Understand that. Don't take three sugars. It's too much. You're playing with fire. All right? Cut. But you can eat and be merry. Food's made for the stomach, and the stomach is for food. You see what the spirit has done in this world? Can you see how this is every day in our world? Every day? It's a seducing spirit. Spirit of the Antichrist. Go to the next scripture, please. 1 John. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. So what does it say? Every person that says Jesus didn't come in the flesh. Every single person that says that is the Antichrist. There are churches today that say, churches, Christian churches, that say, Jesus didn't come. It's a figment. It's a, it's a metaphor. He didn't die on a cross. Wasn't God. That He did not die on the cross. That he did not raise, was, was not raised from the dead. That person is walking in the spirit of the Antichrist. And you cannot mix Jesus with Hinduism or Buddhism or Muslim or chakras or any other thing. You can't do that. If you are wearing a charm to protect you, you are mixing. You can't. You have to take it off. You have to choose. You have to choose Jesus and Jesus alone. There is not a single person here, maybe one, ne? <laughs> that will say it's okay. My wife can have another husband. There's not a single person here. God says, you are my bride. You cannot have another husband. No one else. No one else. Nothing else. You can't mix it. You can't go to the Sangoma and to the fortune teller and to the Swami and let him pray and bless you and, I don't know, shake his sticks. You can't do that. You can't do that. You go to Jesus. He will protect you. He's a strong tower. Those who run to him are safe. You run to him. But you will not run to him if you think he's a tyrant, seducing spirit, the Antichrist. 
No, God didn't come. Jesus, no, 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 no. There are churches today in South Africa, not Darfur. There are churches presenting a false Jesus. A Jesus that says you can live whatever way you want to. You are covered by grace. No, that's making the divinity of Christ down. Breaking it down. You see, God's love is equal to His righteousness. God is a righteous God. He hates sin and He will punish sin. So if I say, but God's love, then I say He's not righteous. It's equal amount. The cross, the cross was Jesus poured out to cover my sin. I can't now go and say, crucify Him again. Or He will understand. He won't understand. He's already paid the price. So you and I have to. But a seducing spirit, the spirit of the Antichrist will tell you, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. Jesus, Jesus moet nog kom. Jesus self verstaan. Maybe the little Jesus in your head, but the Jesus of the Bible not. Alright, the next one. So how this spirit of Antichrist manifests is deny the deity of Christ, denies atonement, denies the fact that Jesus paid the price against Christ and His teachings. Do you know how against Christ and His teachings sound? This means that for me. I, I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. You've heard people say about that in the Bible. I don't agree with that. No, 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 no. Tithing is Old Testamentical. Tithing is not Old Testamentical. Tithing was before the law. No, no, people don't get healed anymore. Don't pray for the sick. That's against, that's the Antichrist. That's against the atonement. No, God can never forgive me. Have you heard people say that? You don't know where I come from, especially police officers. That's their favorite one. You don't know everything I've done. I don't know why the policemen are so bad. And I said, they're supposed to be good guys. <laughs> of course God can forgive it. Humanism. Everything must be about humans. What I don't understand, what I don't get. If you love God, you would love His body. Am I right? You would love the church. So I'm going to be very confrontational and controversial right now. If you put the church in your will, will you honor God in your testament when you pass away? Just 10%. Doesn't have to be this church. Because you love his body. We'll make some money for the SPCA or for some indigenous plant, frog. You know? Some frog from the Amazon. We'll make millions to do research and try to protect this species of frog to go extinct. Hey, you don't think we've got enough frogs? Are you following what I'm saying? Because it's all about humanistic. We'll give it to the SPCA. Well, as long as you're comfortable, everything can't offend you. 
can't offend you. you. There was no one more for humanity than Jesus. Because no one else died for humanity. There was no one more for the rights of children than Jesus. He was the first one to say, bring them to me. All right. There was no one more for women's rights than Jesus. He's the first one to say, he has the first stone. Oh, he has no sin, cast the first stone. He was the first one to do that, to stand up for True caring about people starts with Christ. BLM doesn't care about people. BLM was a money-making racket. That's all. Those three ladies made billions. They made so much money. Did it change one black person's life? No. They live in mansions and drive lani cars. And no unemployed person's got a job because of BLM. The feminist movement, same story. It's about money. True humanism starts with Jesus. Because he doesn't want anything. He gives. He gives. Worldly speech. Who made swear words, swear words? How do we know a swear word's a swear word? You know, really it's just a word. The spirit of the Antichrist said, that's the spirit of Antichrist speaking. Because Christ made you to create with your words. He made you to speak life and to prophesy and to build up. Now you're using that same tongue to chop people down and curse them and speak worldly words, just swearing, being negative all the time. Da, 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 da. The Bible says you will be judged for every idle word. You'll give accountability for every idle word that you've spoken. You see, humanism, the spirit of the Antichrist say, it's just words. It's just words. No, no, it's not just words. It's not just words. It is important that we understand that this, what the other spirit manifests itself. Lawlessness. I don't have to expand on lawlessness. Last one I want to speak about is the spirit of error. I like this one. Afrikaans translation say, I don't like the Afrikaans translation, okay? On this text. I like the spirit of error. It's a faulty spirit. See how the spirit manifests. Let me just read that with you. We are of God. He that knows God hears us. He that is not of God hears us not. Hear why we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. The spirit of God is the spirit of truth. So everybody that's got the spirit of truth in them hears what the spirit of truth says. People the spirit of error can't hear what the spirit of truth says. Cunning. It's a faulty spirit. How does it manifest? Contentiousness. Unsubmissive. Sitting there, waiting for one slight mistake from my mouth. Just, maybe he said that wrong, or he got that date wrong, or, but the just is right. He said, Paul, rather than John. 
It was, wasn't Paul, it was John. The whole message is out the door. Because he got Paul and John mixed up. Submit to God's word. Submit to God's word. I want you to understand that we have to submit to God's word. Get underneath God's word. Listen to what God's saying. Have to hear. See, submission or humbleness looks like this. Whatever the word of God says I am, I am. Whatever the word of God says I can do, I can do. Whatever the word of God says I have, I have. Now I'm in submission to God's word. All right? So God says, lay your hand on the sick and they will be healed. How many people have you prayed for in the last five years? How many people have you laid your hands on? While I'm talking about that, the Lord just reminded me. You see, the scripture says, receive the gift that was given to you by the laying on of hands. Rod, please come here. Pitskit, Laying on of hands. Receive the gift. See, we have, to, we have to be obedient to the word of God. We have to be obedient. The word of God says that you lay your hands on and you impart. You impart something. You give something. Receive the gift and walk in the gift that you received of the laying on of the hand. Sit your hand up and say, Father, thank you that we can right now impart on him your gift, your gift of power, Lord, the ability to speak, the ability to lead, Lord, the ability to conquer, Lord, we bless him with favor in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for a revelation that will come to him, and this deep understanding of the word. Lord, thank you for healing that will flow through his hands in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dino. Thank you, Dino. You see, us with the hand of The Bible says that. Unteachable. You are those people. They're unteachable. I walked into one of the schools down here one day, and was, I had the opportunity to share a little bit. One of the teachers come to me. I get what the Bible says. Okay, so what is he saying? You can't teach me anything. Unteachable. That's the spirit of error. Do you follow? Doesn't receive. Sits there and waits, oh, and criticizes, finds the fault. Find what's the one thing that, you know, he got it wrong. He didn't say 100,000, he said 10,000. Train smash. Not hearing what the Lord of God's Lord wants to say through His Word. Argumentative and defensive. You go speak to um, certain denominations. They come around your house. Okay? And they will argue about 144,000 people. All day long. 
Because they'll defend their revelation, but they haven't taken the Bible. See, the Bible is not open for personal interpretation. You have to take the Bible, and you find something, you wash it through the cross to the Old Testament, or you wash it through the cross into the New Testament to find the balance of what God says. You find the balance to what God says. Not that this means this for me. That's personal interpretation. You can't have personal interpretation. This book wasn't written for personal interpretation. It's called exegesis. Okay? It's how to interpret the Bible. That's the big word for the, the big brains people. That's an exegesis. That's the unpacking of the word. You can't take and say, oh, this is what it means for me. Let me give you an example. Okay? Some of you might know it. Others might not. The Bible says it's easier for the, a camel to go to the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go into heaven. So what, when I say that, all of us see a needle and a camel. Am I right? Okay? And you're like, this is not happening. So rich people can't go to heaven. That's not what it says. You need to understand when Jesus was talking, he was talking to a Hebrew culture. He was... had big walls around and big gates and at night let's say it's six o'clock they close those gates they put big book big, big blah, blah, blah. first day of my new lips <laughs> they put big beams in okay so no one can come in they put guards on top they didn't have all the fancy stuff so they'll have a rock or two you come by the gate or you do it with the clip no you're going to be Batman. No. Batman walking down the highway, looking one way, truck comes another way, flat man. <laughs> but they had a hole this big in this hole, not far from the gate. So if a traveler came, he had to unmount his camel, take all that luggage, push it through, and then push the camel on its knees through this hole. And they call that hole the eye of the needle. Now, can you understand how quickly you can misinterpret that? No, no. Rich people will never go to heaven. Sorry, Jock. We're not seeing you. Okay. <laughs> Jock's a rich guy. <laughs> like your camel. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, the spirit of error... Um, new Age movement. You see what the New Age says in a nutshell. It's not everything. Okay, The New Age says that we are all connected. And God is everything. Can you hear? The Christian says God is everywhere. He's omnipresent. The New Age says God is everything. And we are connected. Look. Why don't you just scratch your leg, please? <laughs> We're not connected. You know? He scratches his leg, my leg goes like this. No, it doesn't work like that. We're not connected. Do we have an influence in each other? Yes. But the new age will say, no, we are connected. And God is everything. The tree is God. The chair you're on sitting is God. It's God. Can you see how that's a spirit of error? It's completely wrong. It's faulty. It will lead you down the line. 
Now, how do I know? Or how would I prevent it? It's easy. Just close your eyes where you are. Open your hands. Father, we thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord, that you are true to your word and you say we are two or more are gathered. There you are. So you are in this place. Lord, and you say in Matthew, we have freely received of your spirit. We can't earn it. We can't earn your goodness. We can't earn your love. We can just receive it. Receive now. Holy Spirit, would you touch people now? And I know that you want to, Lord. That's who you are. You want to fill us. You want to impart into our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you're imparting to people, that you're lifting heaviness of people, that you're giving people self-worth and esteem right now, that you're giving people purpose, that you're lifting up their spirits, Lord, that your anointing is coming upon them, Lord, that you're encouraging them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Where you are, I want you to just say, thank you, Jesus. I receive. I receive in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. Thank you for touching me now. Thank you for touching me now, Lord. Thank you for filling me with your Spirit. More and more and more, Lord. More of you, Jesus. More of you. Just more of you, Lord. More of your presence, more of your kindness, more of your love. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your absolute presence. Thank you, Lord, that we can receive from you. That you are, There's not one person that you look past, Lord. There's not one person that's raising their hands in vain, Lord. Because you see us all. You love us all. And your presence on us now. Thank you, Jesus. More of you, Jesus. Just more and more and more. Lord, and we don't have to have hunger place. We don't have to have this tingling in our stomach. As we receive it by faith. Right now, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lord, every spirit of error, we command in Jesus' name to leave. Every spirit of fear, leave. Deception, spirit of antichrist, we command it to leave. There where you are, if you have found anything that I've ministered upon, that's in your own life, won't you just softly, quietly, just say, go away in Jesus' name. I don't want you to expose yourself. You don't have to. We all deal with stuff. I just want you to speak. And remember, you have got the authority to chase it away now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, leave. Leave. What has darkness got to do with light? Absolutely nothing. God is light and in Him is no darkness. Every form of darkness, command to leave now. In Jesus' name. We receive your love. We receive your kindness and your affection, Lord. Fill us. Fill us. Fill us. Fill us. In Jesus' mighty name. Every worry that's weighing you down. I see Lord showing me people that have got worries that are weighing them down. I want you to just do a prophetic action 
where you are and just open your hands and put it down. Just put it down. Father, thank you that you take that worries away now, that you come, Lord, because your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. We love you and we exalt you. We magnify your name, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. I want you to take your offering, that which you want to give the Lord, in your hand. So, we trust the Lord for our finances. We don't have fundraisers in this church. We don't do fundraisers. Okay, we trust the Lord for our finances. Um, there's a lot of projects that we want to do. For instance, um, we want to build the children's church a little bit bigger. We want to fence the forest. We, we're getting stuff in line for forest lights in the forest or Christmas in the forest. We are planning a play next year, which we need 50,000 rand for, um, to be able to do the play, to rent the halls that we need to rent um, so that we can harvest souls. And I want you to understand that everything we, we, we're focusing on winning souls for the Lord. You guys know me that it's, I'm very, very concerned about the lost. I don't want, this is not an AGS. Okay? We want to get new converts. We want people that are far from God to get saved. And when, with that, we need some money. We're planning an outreach to Louisiana as well. We're going to have a, a, um, show the Jesus movie there. So I want you to know this, what we're doing, where we're going as a congregation regarding this. Right? And for that, we need finances, not just the aircons and the electricity and the coffee. Um, we went to this big, big church. They don't give coffee. Do you know that? You have to buy it. There's no, there's no free coffee. You have to buy it. We give free coffee. We want to bless our congregation and bless the people in our congregation. And we've got adopted family. We're looking, currently looking after three or four families. Um, so when we give, I want you to know that where this money is going. Okay. Take that which you want to give the Lord in your hand, and we can pray over that. Father, we thank you so much for your blessing. Thank you that you are God that gives, and that we can never outgive you. Lord, we're not talking prosperity. We're talking to our Father who knows our needs, that wants to provide for us. Lord, as we give, we're sowing seed, and we ask, Lord, would you provide for us? Thank you. Lord, that there's promises connected. Lord, I come and bless and I pray increase over this seed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please take up the offering. Kit, come over and sing us in the song, as a belief. Come, Jelle. Fast. Why don't you stand with me and we, we're going to just sing this one song together and then we're going to go home. What are we singing? Lord, you are good. For the sound people, Lord, we, you are good. Yeah. Don't leave. I still want to bless you before we go out. Okay.
you are good and your mercies endure forever. Lord, you are good and your mercies endure forever. People from every nation and time, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you, who you are, yeah, yeah, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you, who you are, you are good. Lord, you are good and your mercies endure forever. Lord, you are good and your mercies endure forever. And people from every nation and time, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you, who you are, yeah, yeah, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you, who you are, who you are, who you are. You are good. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come bless your children. I bless them today, Lord, with the love of our Lord God. With the grace and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Let's go drink some coffee. God bless you guys.